Hello and welcome to another episode of the Adventure Post. I'm Jason Post. And I'm Lacey Post. And it is uh, super excited to be back in front of the microphones this week. We missed last week because oh, it was just a crazy week, I think. <laughs> we had mm-hmm. way too much going on. Uh, but I really missed it, so I'm glad we're back today and talking about some more travel stuff, right? So it's going to be a fun show. And we know that we've been talking a lot about travel over the last few weeks, and we've talked about a lot of the challenges that people have seen over the last year dealing with COVID. And especially right now with the new restrictions going on, there's a lot of big challenges out there and hurdles to traveling. So everyone's had to deal with that over the last year. So this week, we're going to talk about kind of a travel destination that might not really be on everyone's radar, but with COVID going on right now and with the COVID restrictions, especially as it relates to uh, foreign travel, travel outside of the U.S., uh, this is somewhere that might be an excellent option right now because of where it is and what it is. So this week, we're talking about Puerto Rico. So um, this is a this is a great destination that I really hadn't really came to my head, uh, you know, until we saw some stuff really coming across some of our outlets over the last few weeks, really pushing Puerto Rico as a travel destination and because of it being a U.S. territory, which gives it some kind of extra, um, you know, options as far as COVID is going on right now because it's not technically foreign travel. So we're going to talk about that a little bit today. We're going to talk about Puerto Rico in general, about why it's a great destination. Uh, we've been there uh, once as part of a Southern Caribbean cruise that left mm-hmm. out of San Juan, Puerto Rico. Uh, that's probably where a lot of the things, a lot of people go there because of those Southern Caribbean cruises and stuff leave from that port. Um, but that's where we experienced it. Uh, so we're going to talk a little bit about Puerto Rico itself as a destination and Puerto Rico and, and one of the what requirements it does and doesn't have right now uh, as it relates to COVID and stuff. So let's start off. Lacey, why don't you just give us a quick uh, overview of Puerto Rico in general, where it's at and everything. Okay, so Puerto Rico is a U.S. territory, and it is in the Caribbean, between the Caribbean Sea and the North Atlantic Ocean. It's about 1,000 miles southeast of Miami, so a great location. Oh, yeah. Um, It is the smallest and most eastern of the Greater Antilles Islands, which includes Cuba, Española, and Jamaica. It is the third largest island in the U.S. and the 82nd largest island <laughs> in the world. Okay. So, gives okay. you some perspective. Um, it has everything. It has mountains, beaches, waterfalls, rainforest, and even caves. Apparently, it's got some amazing caves to explore. Hmm. So, that's kind of just an overview of Puerto Rico. So, why don't you tell yeah. us why it's a good time to visit? Well, other than the fact that, like you said, you know, it's down there. It's in the Caribbean. So, it's a awesome tropical Caribbean island. Uh, you know, you, you, you mentioned some other islands that, that's kind of grouped with. Uh, Jamaica. Everyone, everybody knows Jamaica. Uh, you know, it's, it's in that um, Caribbean kind of feel, you know. But what makes it very important right now is travelers going... To, so travelers that are going to Puerto Rico, you're still going to have to fill out, you know, travel declaration forms through the Puerto Rico Health Department. Uh, that's an online portal. You're still going to have to get a PCR... COVID-19 test within 72 hours, 72 hours of arrival. And that's true for Hawaii that's, too. Yeah. You know? A lot of places that's, that's going to be true mm-hmm. for at this point. The airlines themselves are going to require some of that, you know, so even if you're flying to another, wherever, you know, sometimes some of the airlines are going to require that anyway. The big part is, uh, since Puerto Rico is a U.S. territory, it is excluded from the CDC requirements to provide a negative COVID-19 test to return 
to the mainland. So I know we've talked about uh, that that requirement when when they released it uh, a few weeks back. We talked about it, you know, a couple of times. So that if you're if you're traveling right now to a foreign destination or anywhere outside of domestic U.S. to return, you have to have that negative test, mm-hmm. which means if for some reason you take a test and you come back positive, you're now quarantined in whatever location you are for two extra mm-hmm. weeks. And I think I was mentioning that we actually had a missionary from our church that was in Burkina Faso, Africa, and right. that happened to him. He His return home was delayed like two or three weeks because he you know, kept testing positive, even though he was well by that time, he couldn't, he couldn't get home for quite a while. Yeah. Um, and that's why our, actually our church also didn't, our, usually our high school students go to Nicaragua on a mission trip every year, but they didn't go recently. They were supposed to go in February because they knew if they got down there and one of the students did become positive, you know, then you're just stuck there, you know, yeah. and can't, you know, a lot of people can't be gone that long, you know. They no, have jobs yeah. and responsibilities and families and everything to get back to. So because of that, they were not able to go to Nicaragua yeah. and serve this time. And actually, my dad, who's in Africa right now, his his coworker, yeah. they were traveling from Kenya to Uganda, and they just took a test, and his coworker came positive. Yeah. Um, and he had no symptoms. They they no. were shocked. They you know he hasn't been sick at all, but he had to stay in Kenya. And dad went on to Uganda, and now Steve is waiting. Actually, I think he got his second test today, maybe. Right. And he's waiting for the results. So it's, um, that's actually a very big deal. Yeah. That's just a border crossing there. I mean, they Mm -hmm. just, every time you're transitioning from any, any border you're crossing, you're going to have to provide that Mm -hmm. at this point for any kind of international travel. Uh, and, and when you're talking about potentially being stuck somewhere for two extra weeks, that becomes a budgeting concern, right? Mm-hmm. In addition to all the other concerns that that presents, it becomes a budgeting thing because when you're planning a trip, you're like, you have to bu- budget in just a little bit extra just in case. Because what do you do if you're you're on a vacation and you're at the end of your week, you know, and your family is, you know, you've 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 went through your budget as planned, and you're at the end of the week and you've got nothing left <laughs> in your travel budget, mm-hmm. uh, and now you're stuck there for two more weeks because mm-hmm. one of you has a positive test. You know, that's mm-hmm. something can, that you have to think about to get the. You know, it, it can yeah. stay in your system for a while, even when you're yeah. well. And so. and uh, as we've all seen now, you know, just because you have no symptoms, it uh, doesn't mean you're not going to have a positive test. It, it it can be completely random, and you don't know where where you picked it up or or anything. You know, you just you go in for that required test, and it comes back positive, and you're completely shocked because you feel fine. Mm-hmm. Um, so either way, you're stuck there. So that's definitely a concern right now that I think people are are taking into consideration and really you know it's it's hampering that international travel because that's something that you really have to consider if you're going to go even if you're going to go down to the caribbean to one of these other islands you know like jamaica or the bahamas or somewhere like that that's not really a you're technically leaving the u.s that's something you have to consider Mm -hmm. but with puerto rico you're not technically leaving the u.s so this is kind of considered domestic travel. Uh, so you don't have that worry, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, now, I mean, you know, things keep changing. Uh, so it's a good idea to keep an eye on the different requirements. Uh, and you can do that. Uh, they've got a website at uh, discoverpuertorico.com. That's actually an excellent website to find out all kinds of awesome stuff mm-hmm. about Puerto Rico. It's very thorough. Very, very thorough. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they also have the latest information on what the requirements are and the documentation, mm-hmm. you know, things you have to do. And they have a lot of requirements there, too, about mask wearing and even curfews that are still going on. Um, I, 
like maybe like 12 to 5 a.m. or yeah. something. I'm trying to remember now. I'd have to go back and read that part. But it's yeah. got a lot of information on there about their COVID protocols once you're there as well. Yeah. But it's also got a lot of information about their beaches and their food. And all mm-hmm. that. Well, that's true. And that's what we'll talk <laughs> all about the fun next. stuff, too. Yeah. So uh, now that we've got that out of the way, just the, the, the big part of this and the big reason that, you know, a lot of the, our, our travel outlets are really pushing Puerto Rico as a destination right now is because. You know, if you're looking to do some kind of that, that, that all-inclusive island beach resort type destination, this is an option that doesn't require that potential issue with the COVID-19 testing. So it's definitely definitely something to keep in mind and consider. Mm-hmm. But in addition to all the COVID-19 stuff... Mm-hmm. And obviously um, you wouldn't get on an airplane if you felt sick. And you know, I don't think anybody sure, would, would fly sure. home sick or anything necessarily, but it would... You know, like what's happened to someone, they're perfectly well, yeah. but it's still kind of... You just never know. In there. I, don't, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you could, you could not feel but. good. You could feel fine, absolutely fine, and still test positive, and you're stuck there. So it's just it's just something, while these restrictions are in place, I know some people are a little hesitant. So, you know what? I don't know, because, you know, we were trying to just go to Orlando, you know, and we barely got halfway there and had to turn around and come home. So, I mean, when you're talking international travel, it's just a what-if factor mm-hmm. uh, that a lot of people are just a little hesitant right now. So, this is a great option to say, you know what, this is taking that, you know, step without taking a step across the border where it's going to require a whole lot of mm-hmm. extra things. If You're still in your own country. Right, right. In right. a Caribbean destination. In a beautiful so. Caribbean destination, mm-hmm. actually. Uh, yeah, and this, like I said, it's not one that pops into my mind right away. You think Jamaica, you think the Bahamas, you think, you know, all of those southern Caribbean islands we hit on that cruise, you know, mm-hmm. St. Martin and St. Thomas and things like that. But Puerto Rico is a beautiful island. Doing Just doing a lot of the research for this show, the some of the pictures, amazing. Mm-hmm. So, so. Getting past all of the COVID-19 benefits <laughs> that Puerto Rico offers, what are some of the uh, other things that uh, you want to tell us about, about what does it makes it a good option? Okay, the first thing to do in Puerto Rico is all definitely right. see Old San Juan. And I kind of hate it because as I was doing these show notes and looking at everything, you know, we didn't stay very long in San Juan. We kind of flew in and just flew out. Um, but yeah, our, we were going actually port. with two of our close yeah. friends, Heather and Israel, we were uh, going on the cruise with them, and they actually did fly in the day before, and they did more touring than we did. Yeah. And I wish we would have, because I was putting together these notes. I'm like, man, I, I want to go back. I want to see this and this. And um, But Old San Juan oh, is, yeah. a, is a beautiful city, and um, it actually it has over 500 years of history. I didn't realize that. Oh, yeah. Um, but you can walk cobblestone streets, see unique architecture, enjoy local shops and restaurants, take guided tours, or you can ride through... <laughs> The city on a free golf cart, and you can actually see where the first pina colada was first made, too. <laughs> so lots of different things. Um, there's a lot of historical places to see. Um, there's El Moro, which is an impressive citadel that was built by the Spaniards in the 16th century. The Castilla San Cristobal is another impressive fortification on the eastern side, and it's the largest one built by the Spaniards in the New World, covering over 27 acres. Oh, wow. There's nice. the La if I mispronounce something, let me know. I have to say that all the time. But there's the La, Fort- La Fortaleza, Fortaleza, which is the oldest state residence <coughs> still in use in the New World. There's wow. the Cathedral de San Juan, which is the second oldest church built in the United States and is a rare example of medieval architecture during Spanish rule. And there are other historical sites as well. That's just wow. some of them. <laughs> wow. So I, I don't think I realize quite how much history this city has. I mean, you know, it has more history than our Georgia cities. You yeah, know? well. Yeah. A lot of history, yeah. <laughs> it's been around quite a while. Yes, yes. So, 
Very, very. So I think that's the first thing to do is to definitely explore history. old San Juan. You went history first. Yeah, but I think mean, the town is just <laughs> so pretty too. Even if you're not in hist- <laughs> if you're not histor- history yeah. buff, I think it's neat just to walk down the streets and enjoy the yeah architecture and like I said, the local well, shops and the restaurants and we've had enough of those kind of old fort type uh, historical places that you know yeah. It's it's a it's a really cool thing just to go and explore some of those things and and it sounds like they've got some of the oldest ones you're going to find over here, so uh, that sounds awesome. So lots of historical options, right? Right. Yep. All right. So I'm going to talk the non-historical part, but still a part that I think Lacey would love. Mm-hmm. So the other thing that is a huge attraction in Puerto Rico is uh, the El. Um, and again, I'm going to try to pronounce it, but <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I think it's the Junque. El Junque, El Junque Rainforest. So this is the only rainforest that is technically part of the U.S. National Forest System. So as far as rainforests go, this is the only one we got. <laughs> uh, so And it is huge. So this is a uh, 200, there's over 240 types of trees, birds, and native species. You know, probably not what we see when we're hiking around Georgia. I don't think so. <laughs> Probably not. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is like an actual rainforest. So I think the kids would like it. They're supposed to have a lot of rare frogs. Okay. I was reading okay. about those. I mean, it's a rainforest. It's what, I mean, I, and, and I guess you typically think of, you know, South America, you know, that area for, for rainforest type stuff. Uh, but this would be awesome. So you're talking 28,000 acres of land, 25 waterfalls, several rivers. Um, it's about an hour's drive f- from San Juan to the rainforest area. But once you're there, they've got hiking and zip lining and horseback riding all inside the rainforest. So, I mean, that sounds pretty awesome. I mean, mm-hmm. we'd like to, we, we've, we've talked about on the show a lot where we like to go to, you know, the state parks and the national parks and do some hiking. Uh, this would be one for the, the bucket list. So you're talking mm-hmm. about a rainforest hike. Yeah. That would be pretty cool. So it's supposed to be super impressive. Um, really nice, you know, lots of, of great places and options and beautiful you know, scenery and nature. So you got history and then you got a really awesome option for some natural hiking and zip lining and whatever you want to do. So that sounds pretty awesome too, right? Mm-hmm. Now there's some other fun and unique locations around Puerto Rico to visit. Um, okay. And these I probably will mispronounce. Um, there's... Um, <laughs> All right. Let's see. Pinones. Does that sound right? Pinones? I, I would say <laughs> Actually, pinones. I have a friend from Puerto Rico. I really should ask should him had, how yeah. you pronounce these. Um, <laughs> pinones? But, um, it's an Afro-Caribbean coastal community with authentic street food, coconut water, and a beach. You can drink coconut water nice. straight from the coconut here. All right. Um, there's also the Santorici neighborhood, which is an arts and cultural hub with art galleries, building murals, and local shops. There's the La Progrera. And I think this is the one you would like. It's two and a half hours from San Juan. It's on the southwestern side of Puerto Rico. And it has good local food and shops, but it's also a great destination for snorkeling, scuba diving, bird watching, and hiking. Yep, that's the one I'd want to go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love to go snorkeling. So that's kind of three different unique communities around Puerto Rico that um, kind of offer up art and food and snorkeling and a beach, everything you can think about. And actually, there's lots of little islands that surround Puerto Rico, and a lot of people like to go and, you know, take ferry boats and explore those as well. I think there's some beautiful beaches on a lot of those islands. There are. Um, and because I was, I was, try, I was actually had some list of, if I've got it on here somewhere. Mm-hmm. There was one beach um, that is always on the list of the world's top 10 beaches. Oh, wow. Um, and it's actually here. Um, 
like uh, Flamenco Beach in uh, Colbe- Culebra. Is, I think it's on one of the smaller islands off of it. Okay. Um, but it's all, apparently it's always ranked in the top 10. A lot of times it's ranked in one of the top 10 beaches in the world. Okay. That's pretty awesome, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, definitely the little community with the snorkeling and the great food. That sounds like me. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, like you said, that's on the far southwest corner. Uh, Puerto Rico is kind of in the northeast corner. So you said it's about a two and a half hour drive. Mm-hmm. The rainforest uh, area is about an hour drive to Puerto Rico the other way. So the, the island itself is what, like, uh, it, I mean, edge to edge is probably 100 miles or so. I mean, so if you're driving from the farthest point to the farthest point, you can probably do that in two to three hours. Not, you know, nothing outside of a day trip. If, you want, if you're staying on one part of the island, I don't think any mm-hmm. other part of the island is, is out of reach, you know, mm-hmm. for a day trip to go over and experience something, so... We really need our friend Milton on this show because he's from <laughs> Puerto Rico and he could really um, explain probably a lot of it better. He really good. Um, and actually, I was talking to him the other day because um, his daughter is still living there now, and I think she's worked some with the tourist tourism industry there. Right. And I was asking him about what the island was like after you know they were kind of devastated by a hurricane not too long ago, yeah. um, and apparently you know things are better and they've improved and they rebuilt a lot. I think there's still some infrastructure issues that are still being worked on, but sure, sure. Um, there's been a lot of redevelopment there. And, yeah. Um, so things are, you know, open back up and ready for people to come. Yeah. And like I said, this is, it's, it's definitely an option that I don't know why people, we don't think about Puerto Rico more. Uh, yeah. Definitely looking at the pictures, looking at the photos. So uh, pulling quotes. Um, so that was the art of Jabbar. Are you ready for me to move on yeah. to the quote section? Yeah. Excellent. So mm-hmm. when I was pulling quotes, uh, just looking at some of these resort options, which, you know, there were dozens and dozens and dozens of options. Uh, there were some really awesome-looking beachfront resorts uh, that, that literally, you, you know, your beautiful room sitting right on the beach, walking out your balcony onto the beach uh, to the ocean. Uh, lots of options, lots to choose from. And it's this lush, tropical, you know, rainforest, palm trees, beach, paradise kind of location that... that the stuff that you have in your mind when you think, you know, tropical paradise. <laughs> mm-hmm. so this was some of those tropical paradise images. So uh, definitely some beautiful stuff. So I pulled three options with uh, a, a range uh, of pricing. And there was a lot more range than than even what I pulled. Uh, there was a super nice one. Uh, I believe it was a Ritz-Carlton uh, that was a, <laughs> a lot more expensive than what I pulled. But let me tell you, it was beautiful. You're talking about a a really nice room that you walked out directly out of your kind of open uh, cabana, you know, doors to a plunge pool on your deck, and you walked just beyond that to the beach. Ah, beautiful. And palm trees. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, lots of really, really nice resorts. So I pulled three. Uh, the first one I pulled up was called the Fairmont El San Juan Hotel. Uh, and again, this one is in the San Juan area. Um, I think it was closer to the actual San, the main San Juan area. Um, but this was a, again, a beautiful resort. There were a lot of kind of hotel type options. You could do a, a double tree or a Hilton or a Hyatt or something like that. That's just kind of a hotel, um, that wasn't quite right on the beach and it was even cheaper than the ones I pulled. So again, like a lot of the places that we pull, there are really cheap options, and there are really expensive options. I, I like to pull the ones that are a good value for the best experience. Mm-hmm. So the Fairmont was, again, a beautiful hotel resort right on the beach. Um, 
this one was a two queen room with a pool or ocean view and for our family of four and i priced out memorial day week the week of memorial day that monday right at the end of may and okay. that first week of june so for five nights for our family of four would be about 1857.84 now again this doesn't include airfare Airfare is a little bit all over the board. And that's not food either, right? And this one is just the room itself. Just, now, okay. a, lot of the, a lot of the rooms, a lot of the resorts also included things like, a, a lot of them included breakfast. A lot of them would be, you know, grab-and-go breakfast. Some of them had freshly prepared hot breakfast that was actually included. Most of the ones I looked at had some kind of a breakfast included. It's just okay. going to depend on which which t which ones you go with. Mm -hmm. um, beyond that, you know, you may want to go out and explore some of the island and experience some of the uh, the, the food anyway, uh, depending on where you're going and what you're doing. Uh, but they all did have some really awesome looking dining options at the resorts. So definitely something to consider. So that one is just for the room. So that's, we're talking under eight, under eight, under $1,900 for our family four to spend a week in Puerto Rico. Now with airfare, <clears throat> you're going to add what 800 to a thousand dollars for the four of us probably. You know, I have no on idea. average, you yeah. could, and again, that's the way airfare works. It could be a lot cheaper than that one day and a lot more expensive than that the next day. You just kind of have to find the good deal. Um, but on average, you know, I like to estimate somewhere around $200 a person, probably if you're going to fly somewhere roughly. So mm -hmm. for us, just kind of estimate about $800 just for air, airfare on top of whatever we got going on here. So uh, the next one I pulled was the Hyatt Regency Grand Reserve. Now this was a this one was a little closer to the rainforest area. So when you're going into San Juan, again about an hour east of San Juan, you're on that kind of northeastern coastal area and you're just north of the actual rainforest. So the second two that I've pulled uh, are just north of that rainforest area. I think I would like that location. Well, I pulled this because this is probably <laughs> the area you'd want to be in. Um, so again, this was another beautiful resort right on the beach. Uh, beautiful pool area. Looked like had a really nice amenities and pools. Um, but again, you walk right out your room, right out the resort, and you're you're on the the beach, and it's this beautiful, uh, crystal clear, you know, blue waters of the Caribbean. Uh, again. Same same deal, the family of four for the same week, same five nights, May to June, uh, 1929. So in that same kind of $1,900 area. Mm -hmm. Again, beautiful resort. Now, the third one I pulled does add the a meal package. I know you mentioned that. So if you're looking for an all-inclusive kind of resort getaway type option mm -hmm. that you're more familiar with for some of those Caribbean resorts, there are some that add a meal package, which basically make it an all-inclusive resort where it includes breakfast, lunch, dinner daily, uh, you know, regular non-alcoholic drink packages and things like that. Uh, so this one is the Wyndham Gran Rio Mar Puerto Rico Golf and Beach Resort, uh, and it is a meal included package. But it did take it up a good bit. So this one is actually forty eight hundred dollars for oh, our wow. family of four. So it was a big, yeah. it was a big jump. Again, beautiful hotel, beautiful resort, and this is a golf and country club type resort. Um, but all, but it does, it does include all of your food and everything. So again, that's where you look at how much you're going to spend on all the food and drinks and everything outside of your room and board. 
mm-hmm. and to figure out what that difference really is. That may depend so. on what you're wanting to do, too, because you know, I talked yes. about a lot of these communities and places you <clears throat> wanted to go to experience the local food. So if you're wanting to do that, then you right. probably don't want the all-inclusive. And that's why I pulled these three options, because so you've got an option that's closer to the San Juan area, so that's kind of centrally located. If you're wanting to kind of use that as a home base and then hit all these different areas of the island, that's a good option. Uh, I pulled the one on the uh, the upper northeast coast. If you're really wanting to focus on the rainforest stuff, you know, there's a great option there. From from that resort area, it's about a 13 minute drive to the rain to the rainforest. Okay, you know, it's just you know, you're you're 10 minutes south and you're in the rainforest. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a great location if you really want to do a lot of the hiking and the zip lining and the things that the rainforest has to offer. But if you are wanting to go and just go to a really awesome kind of Caribbean tropical resort and have that all-inclusive resort experience where you're, you know, you're laying out on the beach, you're sitting in the pool, you're having a drink, and you're having really good food at the, at the restaurants, there's also an option for that. So it just depends on what you want to do. If you really want to explore the whole island, you're not really going to want a meals package. If you're going to want to go and explore, you know, during the day and not really be at your resort, then you're going to want to buy get get you're going to want to get food at your destination. So, mm-hmm. so those are the three options that we pulled. Um, and, and really, again, what we found was, you're talking if you're not including a meal package around two thousand dollars to include a meal package, you're almost doubling it for the food. Uh, but again, there's also options that are a good bit cheaper than this. If you're just looking for a room to be a home base so you can go and explore the island, if you just want to get in a a regular, you know, Hyatt, Hilton, Sheraton, you know, type location, you can do that for like half this price. Probably under $1,000 you can do that for the week and then just go and explore the island during the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're wanting a much more luxurious, you know, destination, there's plenty of those available too. There were some really, really nice looking resorts mm-hmm. uh, on Puerto Rico. Again, it's a beautiful island with a lot mm-hmm. of great options. Mm-hmm. So plenty to choose from. But I, yeah, I think yeah, I think, go. <laughs> <laughs> I think we could definitely find a good one within really close, located really close to the rainforest for you. Mm-hmm. And you know, we just take a day and we drive to the other end of the island and experience the snorkeling and, and stuff as a day trip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's totally doable. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> okay, so, sounds like fun. <laughs> yeah. You ain't gotta twist my arm. <laughs> So there you go. Okay, so I guess that does it for Puerto Rico, right? That wraps up Puerto Rico, an awesome destination, an awesome awesome option right now, especially mm-hmm. in light of COVID. But when COVID is gone and it's not a thing anymore, this is still something people really should be thinking about mm-hmm. as a as a beautiful tropical Caribbean island destination mm-hmm. for sure. Because I think a lot of people they do think the Bahamas and Jamaica, and I think a lot of times it's overlooked. I do, um, but I do. just doing this research, I mean, I was. Very impressed. And it's it's all marketing. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the marketing team in Jamaica <laughs> or something like that. But uh, like I said, I think that the peop- the ones in that Discover Puerto Rico website, uh, the, the CVB and stuff in Puerto Rico is doing a really good job right now. Uh, just go to that website, discoverpuertorico.com, and, and you can see they're really showing off what the island has to offer. Mm-hmm. And, and that's really what it comes down to. All these, a lot of these, you know, Caribbean islands are beautiful. It's just making people aware of what's there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't, I don't think Pro- Puerto Rico has gotten, you know, the the highlight that it deserves probably. Because when you look at the pictures and you look at the things that they've got going on and their beaches and 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 everything, the food uh, and everything that they have to offer, uh, 
it seems like this should be, you know, one of those things that people think of immediately when they think Caribbean island destination, you know, Mm -hmm. it should pop up right at the top of their list. Yeah. So, all All right. right. (laughs) Okay. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, All right. So travel news and updates. So I have three pieces of news for you. Good news. Mm -hmm. I only want good news this week. Yeah. So the first is um, that Disneyland Park and Disneyland California Adventure will reopen finally on April 30th. So, but there is a little (laughs) bit of bad news, at least for us, and that's that it's only going to be open to California residents first. Yeah. So I don't know when it will open up past California, but to begin with, it will just be California. It'll actually be only at 15% as well at the beginning. Yeah. But that would be nice, wouldn't it? If you live in California, you can go visit, and it's just 15% capacity. I mean... Yeah, that, that would trip. be very nice. If you can get a reservation, mm-hmm. if you can get a ticket. Um, yes, so you do have to have a theme park reservation and admission. And then as far as the hotels are concerned, Disney's Grand Californian will open the day before on April 29th, but the Disneyland Hotel and Disney's Paradise Pier Hotel will remain closed. Yeah. And per Disney, they say upon reopening certain parks, hotels, restaurants, attractions, experiences, and other offerings will be modified or unavailable. Will have limited capacity and will be subject to limited availability or even closure. And park commission offerings are not guaranteed. So when you go, yeah. it's not going to have quite all the same offerings. Yeah. But you can still go and ride Pirates of the Caribbean and Small World and, and those those type things yeah. with lesser um, capacity. Oh, and also there's no indoor dining. Everything will have to be outside. For dining and groups um, are asked to stick to no more than 10 people. So if you're in California, you're going... Per California guidelines, you're supposed to only have groups yeah. of no more than 10 people. <clears throat> yeah. Hopefully these restrictions will rapidly loosen up now that, you know, the numbers are really looking good and the, the vaccines are starting. Mm-hmm. You know, since they've just opened up, you know, they're, they're going to open up with very strict restrictions. Hopefully they'll start relaxing pretty rapidly. Um, mm-hmm. because, My guess, yeah. and I, this could be completely wrong, I would think that probably stick to this mainly throughout the summer. And then maybe in the fall start to loosen up more. Yeah, yeah. That's just my my guess. And and it's you know it's it's probably smart just to say that you know we're going to focus on locals for now, especially since you're 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 potentially limiting the experience. You know you don't. I don't. I can't. I, I wouldn't recommend someone who's taking a once in a lifetime family trip to Disneyland to go right now. No. Right. No. So they're probably not necessarily wanting to encourage people to say, you know what, we've been saving up for, you know, 10 years to take our family to Disneyland on a, fa- a dream family Disneyland vacation. And we're going to do it in 2020, in the summer of 2021. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's probably not the ideal time to go. So it's probably good to say, let's focus on our locals. It's always been a very local park anyway. You know, a lot of locals, you know, are very invested in the park and they've got a lot of, you know, annual pass holders that are local that, that enjoy the park. So focusing on those locals really makes a lot of sense, especially to ramp them back up to, you know, full capacity or what, you know, operation, full operation again, mm-hmm. since they've been closed for a year at this point. Mm-hmm. But I'm just glad they're opening back up. Yeah, yeah they got staff. Too. Staff is reporting again. So they've got, you know, their their cast members for rides are reporting again this week. To start training and reorientation and, um, you know, that I'm just glad they got people going back to work. You know, hopefully the economy, you know, in that in that area will start to just kind of crank back up. Mm-hmm. So, 
Hopefully it's good so. news. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. definitely good news. So. so more good news is that Royal Caribbean and Celebrity will resume sailing in June for cruises out of the Caribbean. So speaking of the Caribbean, <laughs> none are leaving from San Juan <laughs> right now. Nobody from San Juan, though, I bet. <laughs> no, none from uh-huh. San Juan. I think uh-huh. um, St. Martin is one location they're sailing out of Royal Caribbean. Yep. Um, Beautiful but they there. will uh-huh. be leaving from the Caribbean on various length cruises. Yes. Disney Cruise Line will also resume sailing this summer. We don't have a specific... Um, they don't have a specific date yet. They haven't released that, but they're gonna yeah. they're gonna be sailing out of UK ports, and it, yeah. these sailings are just on, are gonna be for UK residents only. Yeah, yep. But it's something. It's something. So, and we'll we can discuss so. this more in more detail in an upcoming episode. We'll look at some of the Royal Caribbean yeah. offerings <laughs> that we can do in the Caribbean. Um, if you're ready to go, yeah. um, so we'll look at that maybe in a few weeks. Yeah. So there are some options out there. I know that. Uh, the governor of Florida and um, some of the cruise industry uh, itself, uh, they were pleading with CDC representatives this week um, to let them sail. So, I mean, I think the industry is just desperate at this point. They really need to start sailing. They really need to get the boats back in the water and get people back on the ships, you know, and they're at the point where they've got, you know, you've got full huge companies who just can't wait another year or however long to start sailing. So. It seems like I was hearing maybe November for the U.S. Did you hear that as November well? November was, was also the time I was hearing, because that's what I think that was the response. That was, you know, CLIA and um, the travel industry people basically in their response to CDC said, you know what, we can't wait until November to get these people back to work. Um, you know, we can't wait. We've got, you know, staff and boats and thousands and thousands of people who work for these companies and we talked about, you know, the last, a couple of weeks ago about the ports, the, the port destinations mm-hmm. uh, that are also rely, reliant on the cruise ships coming in and generating, you know, economy in those local mm-hmm. little island ports. Mm-hmm. There are people who are, you know, have been, you know, desperately trying to survive over the last year and they need to get back to work. They need to get back to sailing so that, you know. So that's what mm-hmm. they're asking. They're they've put a whole lot of stuff in line and stuff, and they're mm-hmm. in safety, and they're really focused on the safety protocols. But they're mm-hmm. telling they're they're just saying, you know, we've got all these things in place, but we really need to at, at some level, you know, mm-hmm. even just the small cruises, we need to get back, you know, in the water. And so. they are trying to do it the safest way possible because Royal oh, Caribbean's yeah. even said, I think if you're above the age of sixteen, you're going to have to have proof of a vaccination. And I think a vaccination is the same way. Yeah, definitely something they're probably going to. Start seeing a lot of requiring mm-hmm. the vaccines. Whatever it takes at this point, so, they just need, they're wanting to get yeah. back to work. They're trying, but yeah. you can, if you're willing to go to the Caribbean, yeah. you can cruise again this summer. So yeah. we will talk about that in a few weeks and more in detail. Yeah. Unfortunately, Excellent. you can't you can't do Disney Cruise Line unless you live no. in the UK. <laughs> no. So, but one day. Okay. So. Um, and my final piece of news is on the last episode we talked about all the flower and food festivals in Orlando, but I just learned this weekend that Dollywood also has a spring festival. So they will begin their flower and food festival on April twenty third and it will run through June seventh. They will have and did you notice flower was first? Yeah, what's up with that? <laughs> they will I have think that's a more misprint. they will have more than five hundred thousand flowers across the park, including larger than life blooming sculptured. I love sculptures. I love that um, description. <laughs> blooming larger sculptures. than life blooming sculptures. 
And some of these are up to 15 feet tall. And in true Dolly fashion, there's even one that's like the coat of many colors, you know, the, where her Aww, mom sewed her the yeah. coat of many colors when she was growing up. There's one actually <laughs> representation of that. Of course there is. Um, there will also be Garden Fresh dining options and uplifting musical performances during the Melodies of Spring concert series, which will feature more than 25 top contemporary Christian and Southern gospel artists, such as Matthew West and the Harlem Gospel Travelers. Okay, cool. So, and one thing I think you would like is they also have a flower and food dining pass, and you can enjoy five festival foods for one low price. <laughs> but I did not find that low price. I meant to oh. dig a little bit more and see if I could find it. All I found so far was one low price. Okay. <laughs> but okay. if I had dug a little deeper, I might could have found that specific price for you, but right. uh, sorry about that one. Um, a few of the featured items are the fresh berry and Here lavender funnel cake, okay. plantain chips with mango salsa, and okay. a lobster roll. All right. So you can celebrate okay. spring in the Smoky Mountains. Yeah. That sounds pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. I'd have to see a lot more of their food options to determine. <laughs> <laughs> so, I just thought the sculpture, they had some pictures of the sculptures in here, and they just looked beautiful. I was actually oh, yeah. very impressed. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. Well, yeah. I'm sure there's a lots of awesome flowers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yep, there's okay. one of like an upside down umbrella with butterflies on it. I thought that was very pretty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah a lot of creativity here. Aww. So you don't have to go to um, Orlando to see a lot of beautiful flowers, garden creativity. Food. You can go to Tennessee if you want. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It might be closer. And there's mm -hmm. good food there too. That's right. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right. We're going to go find you some flowers somewhere. Okay. <laughs> You're so cute. <laughs> All right. Does that wrap up our news section? That's it. All right. So that's mm -hmm. news. That's Puerto Rico. Right? Mm -hmm. All right. Cool. Well, that is, I guess that's going to wrap up our show for the day. Cool. Awesome. So thank you. We want to thank everybody for listening. And, and again, if you have any questions about uh, Puerto Rico as a destination, about anything that we talked about today or anything that we didn't talk about, you know, uh, if there's, you got any random questions, um, feel free to ask. We'll be happy to answer or find the answers if we don't know, which is mm -hmm. also likely, <laughs> but you can reach out to us directly. You can email us at, uh, you can email me at Jason at lamplightadventures.com. Or Lacey at lamplightadventures.com. And you can email either one of us, ask us anything you want about any of the destinations, uh, this show, previous shows, whatever. We're always happy to help however we can with any of your travel questions, travel needs, uh, or anything like that. So mm -hmm. I want to thank everybody for listening and joining us. What about next week, Lacey? We're not going to be well, here. Next week we're on spring break, or at least half the week, but we're going to be getting ready to leave um, when we would normally be doing the show but when we get back we're going to give you a review of the hard rock hotel at universal orlando hard rock resort oh yeah mm -hmm. super excited we haven't been at this one yet no we've stayed at a lot of the different universal hotels but not the hard rock so, so i'm excited to try it fun. out yeah very interesting mm -hmm. all right so that'll be week after next but we'll try to put maybe we'll try to post some con content from down in universal yeah we'll see what we can do be good so uh, so that'll be a week after next fun stuff. So we want to thank you again for joining us today for listening. Uh, and, uh, again, if you like the show, please like, uh, subscribe, share it out, tell your friends, you know, whatever you can do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, give us a good rating on your favorite podcast app. That would also help. Uh, and if, as always, if you have any questions about anything, feel free to reach out and just tell us what you think about the show. Um, but 
uh, in the meantime, everybody have a great spring break next week, and we will see you back the following week on the Adventure Post. Thanks, everybody. Have a great week. Goodbye. Bye.